0: My life changed with a story that I wrote in 2006. I was working as a sales rep for a clothing brand at the time. A job in the surf industry had been my dream since I was a kid. If Hurley's decision to hire me at 22 surprised people, I suppose it was equally surprising when I quit at 26 to start a nonprofit. It was an uncertain move for sure, but beyond the uncertainty, a big part of me was simply excited to have the time to write. Writing a book was something I began to dream about and talk about publishers and agents reached out people pitched ideas fine ideas but they were books that i did not feel called to write i took a sabbatical in the summer of 2013 i was given four months off and decided to spend that time in los angeles my time off taught me that it's one thing to say you're writing a book that sounds very sexy but it's another thing entirely to actually write one as a side note los angeles is a very strange place to take a break The assumption was that I would write a memoir. Donald Miller's Blue Like Jazz was a book that changed a lot of things for me. That book was Don writing about friendships and questions and crushes. The writing was honest and poetic and I loved the freedom of it, the way this one book could tell so many different stories. My journey, especially in recent years, has included some surprising open doors. I thought it would be fun to tell those stories. For various reasons, that book just wouldn't write. When asked how it was going, I would often tell people that I felt like a sprinter trying to learn to run a marathon. The things I write are short, a book is long, so I'm not sure how to write a book. Another side note, the sprinter metaphor isn't perfect because it sometimes takes me two hours to write three sentences. At that rate, a book would take several hundred years to write. But every time I walked into a bookstore, something in me ached to have a seat at the table. It was suggested that perhaps I should consider working with a ghostwriter. I was told that ghost writers are for people who have interesting or marketable stories, but are not good at or can't be bothered with writing. This idea frustrated the crap out of me because writing is something rather sacred to me. And while it does not happen nearly as often as it should, I love to write, and I believe it's something I'm supposed to do. Also, the idea of a ghostwriter is strange to me because someone writes a sentence Someone else gets credit for that sentence. No thanks. And so for years, the idea sat, an awkward dream on some back burner. Awkward because there was no update, no progress. It took a while to warm up to the possibility that I could simply be myself, that I could write the way I write, about the things I'm moved to write about. And then it took some more time to realize that perhaps my book was mostly written, that in the nine years since To Write Love on Her Arms began, I had written thousands and thousands of words, words that I was proud of, words that had moved people. What would it look like to find the best of it and to put it all in one place? And so began a journey in reverse, to collect and to remember and to place things side by side. It turned out there were clues back at the beginning, in the days before the story that would change so many things. There were words starting to emerge a decade ago, when I was just a surfer selling t-shirts and board shorts. What you're listening to is a collection of sprints, 10 years of sprints, and I also think of them as songs. This book represents 10 years of life and writing. In that time, I've been all of the following, college dropout, surf industry sales rep, nonprofit founder, college speaker, and a person who struggles with depression. This book is how I felt on holidays, those celebration days that have a way of reminding us of what's missing. This is what I wrote when famous people died, and when dear friends died as well. There are letters to my mother and stories that I gave as gifts to girls. This is what I wrote when I sold the diamond ring and when Kyle gave me the jersey with the extra letter in his name. This is what I wrote about the mornings when my nephew landed makes my parents' backyard feel like the most amazing place on earth. This is the book before the one that people were expecting. That one will come with time, maybe even soon, but this one had to happen first. The truth is that part of me felt lost, feels lost, and it's hard to tell a story you don't like. So there was a subplot as I began that backwards journey, back through the last 10 years. I'm trying to get back to someplace true, to someone I knew and liked a lot. I'm trying to make sense of my story, trying to make peace with it, perhaps so I can tell it, but more so I can smile. The ache is for a life that I believe in, and this book is brave in ways I hope to return to. I needed to go back, to read these words and retrace the steps in order to move forward. All of that brings us to you. I wonder where this finds you. I wonder what you've known and what you feel, what you've found and lost and hoped for. Perhaps there's still time, time for things to turn around, time for us to be surprised. Perhaps there's still a lot of beauty to be found here, and good people too. People to love and people who will say we're not invisible. Perhaps there's everything we need. So if you feel as if you feel too much, well then you are not alone. May these words find you like a friend.